Welcome to the Dental Business Podcast with your host and owner of multiple businesses, a mentor, investor, and dental surgeon, Brad Thornton. Hi guys, so it's Brad Thornton here and welcome to the Dental Business Podcast. So I'm doing a joint video and uh, podcast recording for this one. Now we're all here in the coronavirus and there's quite a few dentists that are trying to figure out how to spend their time. Now what I've sort of implemented over the years is kind of like a, a strategy of how you uh, run a, a dental practice. I mean, these sort of key things can be implemented within any business, but within the dental practice, there are a few steps that you can take in order to try and uh, streamline how the business is run, sort of maximize the efficiency, um, increase output, and kind of try and reduce the stress on you as a, as a business owner because you want to try and get to a position where the business is working for you and you're not working for the business. You don't want to be you know, a an employee within your own business. You want to try and do more of what a business owner should be doing, which is leadership. It's making decisions and creating uh, systems and sort of setting the, the tone for the business, which your team and the people that work for you implement, carry out to a level which enables you to take a back seat if you choose, or enables you to focus on the kind of things which uh, you want to focus on. So as a dentist, it might be you want to carry out clinical work and just completely forget the admin side of everything, the business running of the whole of the whole thing. But it might be that you actually enjoy the business side and you want to do certain elements yourself, or you might want to take a complete backseat and just let the whole thing run and you just get check-ins every now and then. You might want to grow a group, build um, a corporate or a group of practices. But in order to be able to do that, you really need to be creating something that is self-sufficient, that is working, that is minimal to, to no stress, that earns money and is profitable. So there are a few things that I think are really important to, in order to do that. And they kind of follow a certain structure, um, which is very logical. One leads on to the next. Um, so I'll go through, there are four specific areas that you need to focus on. And then what that'll do is that'll kind of lead into basically what you should be doing now. Because step one is the area which most business owners, certainly dental practice owners, tend not to be doing very well. So the first step is control. So whenever you're trying to run a business, whether you have bought a dental practice and you're moving in and you're wanting to take over, even if you own an existing practice and you've been going for 10 years, 15 years, you tend to find that these uh, this first bit is something that is 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 a really big one to start to do, which is control. Now, what I mean by that, there are three parts to control. The first one is kind of the financial control, where you start to kind of get a grip of the money of the business. So you start to have an idea of, I mean, we all know what the revenue is, what at the end of the year as accountants will do a profit and loss, or they'll do our accounts, so we'll know what our profit is. But we all tend to know the headline statistics that, a, that an owner will know. One of them is revenue. It's a really easy one for us to, to kind of keep a track of. Uh, we might be aware of sort of the new patients that are coming into the practice. Uh, we might be aware of sort of the, the monthly income generated by our associates or you know whatever it might be. There are certain things that we always tend to know well, but we want to get to grips and have full control of all of the finances. So it might be that you've got 
an accounts manager, you might need to work close with your accountant, but you do need to get to grips with the numbers because you know, if you don't know the numbers, it's really difficult for you to make any kind of sort of informed decisions about budgeting, about uh, the financial position of the business, because everything comes down to that. So you want to be knowing what's coming in, what's going out. You want to be knowing, you want to be doing projections of your sort of profit and loss and cash flow position based on sort of the information that you should be monitoring and, and gathering uh, on a regular basis. Uh, so the first thing is control of the finances. Um, then you need to make sure that you've got good control of the staff. Now, what I mean by that is making sure that they're all working productively because if they're not working productively, then the practice tends to be a little bit chaotic, a little bit out of control. It can be quite stressful. Um, and what tends to happen is an, uh, an unproductive practice or an unproductive business you tend to think that the solution is to hire more staff. But the reality is if you hire more staff into a, into a practice that isn't being well controlled regarding the productivity of your existing staff, then all you're doing is you're adding more unproductive, un out of control staff to the mix and it just becomes more and more and more stressful. So control of the staff is all about how well things are managed. So it's all about making sure that you are uh, hopefully using a practice manager, but this potentially at the beginning might start with you, that you're actually managing the staff well or the staff are being managed correctly. So um, control of finances, control of staff, and then uh, control of the patient. So this is more down to uh, sort of customer service, sort of making sure that you're controlling how well your product, i.e. the service that we provide, the dental treatment that we provide, ensuring that it has been carried out to a certain standard, that the customer service is the best it could possibly be. So step one is control, and that is split into control of finances, control of staff, and control of patient. Now, once you have control of your business, things are um, less stressful, uh, less chaotic, you know that patients are gonna be moving through the business how you want them to be. They're gonna have the experience that you uh, expect them to have and they expect to have as well, that's very important. But as well as that, you know you're not wasting money, you're not gonna be burning pounds or dollars or whatever, throwing money at marketing strategies that are just not working because you're already starting to monitor things so you're becoming far more aware of the financial side of it. So it helps you make the decisions because the next step after you've got control of your business is to actually start doing the marketing because what we wanna be trying to do now is actually increase revenue, increase cash flow, get you into a stronger financial position because with that comes the, you know, the subsequent steps and you know, a business is built on cash flow and, and the, the money available to be able to invest in new technologies, to be able to recruit more staff, to be able to increase marketing spend, to generate more and sort of the growth and everything that, that comes with a, a business that is developing starts with added more revenue and, and better cash flow. And, you know, there are certain things that we can do in a marketing it's split into loads of different different things. A lot of people assume when we talk about marketing, we're simply talking about doing Google ads or Facebook ads or SOE, but marketing is a whole umbrella. Now I have done an episode on this earlier, but 
marketing starts, you know, there's loads of different ways to market, but it starts with free marketing, content marketing, referrals, word of mouth, harnessing your existing patient base to generate more uh, revenue that way and then using paid marketing to, to grow further, go beyond the capacity that you've got within your existing patient or customer base. So um, you've got control of the business, then you move on to the marketing. And the reality is as well, if you throw too much at marketing, one, if you've not got a grip of the finances, like I said earlier, you might be throwing money at a marketing campaign that doesn't generate any actual uh, leads that generate any money. So you might be wasting the money because you've not been monitoring things correctly and you're not in control of that element of the business. As well, if you're generating more and more patients and the marketing is actually working well, but they're not being dealt with correctly by staff because the staff aren't in control, then you might not be getting as good conversion. The customers might not be having as good experience, the customer service element, you know, the patient experience. And if the journey is not as good, then uh, the business might generate the sort of the inbound inquiries and inbound patients, but you don't do anything with them because you've not managed to do point number one, which is that, that control element. So we've got control. Then we start the marketing to increase revenue, get the cash flow coming in. Um, so we can start to then look at ways to systemize the practice. Now, systemization and systems, again, I've done an episode on this earlier, but this is to do with maximizing efficiency. And you know, you don't want to automate to the sense that you become robotic and you lose your uh, personality and the soul of your business but it just makes everyone's jobs easier. It sort of gives better working environments for the, for the staff because things are systemized and there are ways in which you want them to work and the things have been created to enable efficient um, use of time and make sure that people are saying the right thing, doing the right thing. Um, those systems are what then frees a lot of your time up because creating systems is something which ideally and hopefully will be done once if it's done well and then we'll stand the test of time with potential little tweaks periodically based on business and practice evolution um, so step three is sort of systemization creating systems which then helps free your time up as a practice owner for, and also you've got that increased revenue coming in, you know, you're systemizing things, you're making it more efficient, staff are working well, everything's nice and in control and, and the business is kind of becoming a well-oiled machine because step four is all about growth and it's all about actually bringing extra staff members in where you need them because you've got staff in control, you know that everyone's working to their maximum so you know where and when you need to add staff members in to build capacity to grow. Um, it might be that you're growing the one site. It might be that you then start to look at blueprinting the sort of practice business model to acquire more practices, to build a business, become a small little body corporate of dental practices. Or you might then uh, grow the business. It might become self-sufficient. It might be management led because of the systems you've created. It's cash generating, profiting, uh, profit making business. So you can decide to do very little, do something or whatever you decide to do or do nothing. Um, what that will also enable you to do if you choose to is actually sell the business because when you've got an exit strategy coming up and you're thinking about retirement or you're 
you know, thinking about selling, going through these steps, you create an extremely valuable product to sell to a potential vendor or a, a purchaser. So it just ties it up in a really nice, uh, nice little bow. Um, now, what you can be doing right now, a lot of those, obviously, we need the practice to be open and running like normal to start implementing those. But a lot of what we do in step one, which is control, um, can be being done right now in downtime during lockdown time. You know, it's very rare that I speak to other practice owners and find that they've got a good grip of control of the various elements of their business. I think we're being forced into a situation where we are becoming highly aware of our financial position, the, the cash flow position, what all our outgoings are. I mean, it's amazing when you start to look at actually how can I cut costs during lockdown to try and you know, preserve as much cash as possible just so we can survive for as long as we need to. It's amazing what you're finding in terms of the expenses that are going out on a monthly basis that you either didn't know about or had forgotten. Um, so that's actually helping us gain a bit more control over the finances of the business. It might be a good opportunity for you to maybe start to look at some uh, some of the systems in the practice. I know that's bypassing one of the the steps, and and you know I spoke about trying to do things in a certain order because one leads on to the other. But in this downtime, if we're spending time really getting to grips with our business, knowing it inside out, so we feel like we've got good control, we start to create really good job descriptions and job roles so we can help uh, staff um, and really make sure that they're working as efficiently and as productively as we can, create some systems that we're making sure that the patient journey and patient experience and the customer service and the delivery of our services to the, to the sort of level that we're expecting it to. So we can be using this time quite effectively because you know, if you follow these steps, life becomes a lot stressful. And I think after the, off the back of the sort of coronavirus pandemic, I certainly have been looking at life a lot differently. And I think I've been looking at work with a slightly different viewpoint. And I am living a life, yeah, we've got the stresses of coronavirus, but I am living a much less stressed life at the moment. And I actually think that I want that to continue when we go back. Now, the reality is that I enjoy my work, I enjoy dentistry, and I enjoy treating patients, but there needs to be a balance between the stress that you feel, which uh, enriches your life, because you need a bit of challenge. You know, we can't evolve without challenge. We don't grow without hardship, and that's just reality. But when it steps into certain stresses, that actually can be controlled, because if our businesses run smoother, staff, uh, are more bought into the business, they enjoy their job because they know what their roles are intimately. There are systems in place to make sure that everything runs smooth, patients' experiences, you know, through the roof, brilliant, because you've made sure it is. Um, that will make life a lot less stressful when we go back to work. So I think it's important that we start looking at trying to make sure that we are working a certain way to realise that less stressful work in life that I think a lot of us, uh, a lot of us want, and maybe a lot of us are starting to realise in this downtime. So I hope that's been helpful. Uh, just as a revision, just as a, as a recap, the four stages: control, marketing, systems, growth. Follow those four steps. Listen back to this and go through each one. And if you start to implement them in your business, you'll find that actually the, the practice runs a lot smoother. It becomes a lot more systematic in your mind as well and a bit more logical. 
you can monitor things easier. Um, the good thing about systems is that if you're very explicit with how things should be done, it's very easy to make sure people are trained well, recruited well, and also disciplined correctly if needed, because it's there on paper, you've gone over it, you've trained them. Um, so if you have got staff members that can't really, you know, get with the uh, get with the times and make sure that they're not moving with the business, then it's very easy to discipline if you've got the systems in place to do that. I hope that was helpful and. Stay safe, stay safe everyone and like always we will get through this together and uh, take care.